Praise the Lord. Y'all look pretty today. If you have your Bibles, I just want to go to Daniel chapter three. I just want to—I want to read a, the first part of this. Can you turn the heat down for me, just a notch or maybe two? Is it cold in here? No. Praise God. Okay. Turn, turn it down. <laughs> Bring it down. Praise God. Daniel chapter 3. You with me? Amen. 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 Verse 1. Nebuchadnezzar the king made an image of gold whose height was 60 cubits with 6... I'm sorry. Was 60 cubits and it's with 6 cubits. He set it up in the plain of Dura, the province of Babylon. And King Nebuchadnezzar sent word to gather together the satraps, the administrators, the governors, the counselors the treasurers, the judge, the magistrates, and all the officials of the providence to come to the dedication of the image which King, Neb- King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. So the tra- satraps, the administrators, the governors, the counselors, the treasurers, the judges, the magistrates, and all the officials of the providence gathered together for this dedication of the image. Let's pray. Father, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for your word. I thank you, Lord, that even today that your word is, uh, your word is delivered in demonstration, power, and truth. And Father, I, I thank you. I thank you, Lord, for the body of Christ, that even, even today, Lord, uh, you know, they're putting faith in action. And Father, I pray that God, even this week, anoint, Lord, just the anointing of God to be upon your house and your people. Lord, I thank you that already in advance you take sickness and disease away from our midst because, God, that's what your word says. And your word in us is alive and your word is active in us as believers tonight, today. So, Father, I thank you. I thank you for uh, uh, the body. I thank you, Lord, for the church. That, God, in this hour, the church will advance. The church will, uh, the church will prevail. The gates, the gates and the, the, the enemies of hell shall not come against the church. Father, so we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for even now that the church is emerging at a greater level. That today in, the, hallelujah, that today throughout America more souls will be won in churches. That, that, that the doors are open. More, more souls will be won today than ever before. And I thank you, Lord, for our senior pastor. I thank you, Lord, for KC, the vision for the churches worldwide that are opened. Lord, that the gospel is being preached and declared in Jesus' mighty name. And Lord, we thank you. We thank you, Lord God, that you are sovereign. You alone are the great I am. You alone are, the, are, 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 are everything that we need. So, Lord, we thank you, and we give you all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Praise God. Praise God. I want to I jump down, and I want to I move down to verse 13. I want to start at verse 13. But, but um, before I get into the text and the scripture of this, you know, the, there, 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 is a, there is a reason why we preach the things that we preach, why we believe the things that we believe. And, you know, I, I want to touch on a few of those things today because I want you to understand that, that the body of Christ, the church, the, 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 the true church, is in a place where we don't have to fear. We don't have to back down. Though things in the world might, might seem a little gray, there, there might be... You, 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 do you understand that this... Can, I, can, can I, everybody look. This is truth. 
This book is, is right. This book is correct. I, you know, Psalms 91, I believe it. I, you know, so, so you have to understand that, you know, are you a little radical? No, I just believe. I choose to believe what the Word of God says. I choose to believe what the Bible says. It's, you know, and, and so as a born-again believer, as a Christian, I can't choose to waver in my faith. Even when adversity, even, even when things come, come, come again, you know, things that are happening. I, it, you, know, you know, what we did, like I said, yesterday we, we, we had soul-winning training and we went out. But I want to tell you that even going out yesterday, you know, the people were like, they just wanted to talk. They just wanted to talk, you know, and that's what we've been praying for, that people's spirit would begin to be open to receive, to receive, to receive the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's what we'll continue to pray this week, that God would use us. Amen? Amen. We, you know, people talk about the persecutions and the, and the things of, uh, you, know, uh, you know, I'm being persecuted for Jesus' sake. No, we're, we're not really being persecuted in America. You know, people talking about, well, we're thinking about shutting down, you know, churches that are greater than 250 or 300. Okay, cut it off at 249 and put the, put the service in another building. Amen. We are, we, see, the church will advance. Well, you know, it's, it's groups of 100. We'll have 50 people meeting here and we'll have 50 people meeting upstairs. And then we'll just, you know, I mean, it's like, we, you, you know, we don't bow down. And that's one of the things that I want, I want you to, to understand, that even, even throughout history and throughout the Bible, you'll see people like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You'll see people that said, you know what, no, I'm not going to worship any golden idol because my strength, my, my, my love comes, comes from God. You know, God, God made me. Amen? So I, I believe in the one true God. So can I tell you today, you, you, you don't have to bow. There, there's nothing that we have to we we have we bow to the name of Jesus. We bow to God, God alone. Amen. Amen. We use you know you know talked about you know the wisdom. We don't have to use the wisdom of the world. God gives us wisdom. God gives us wisdom. I mean you know, and it's you you talk about things like coronavirus and things like that, and it's interesting that you know, go to Walmart just even yesterday, hundreds of people. If people truly are worried about the spread of a virus more than their stomachs, you see what American gods, I mean, you, you honestly, do you see? You, you see what the God of America is? Their stomach. They're, they're worried more about food. and Go on a fast. Give me some. Give me, give me. They're worried about the, the God of their stomach. Get food. I need food. I need, where do, where do I get food from? I need to eat. I need, you know, you know, and people going and just ramaging the whole, the whole, the whole. Whole cases of things going. I'm hungry. You know, give me a break. People don't know in America what hunger is. Go to a third, go to a third world country. Go into the mission field where it's very different. They get one bowl of rice a day. You know, come on now. You know, and the other God. Let me just let me just stay with the gods of America for a second. Sports shut down. Sports shut down. The God of America shut down. Shut down. I, and I and I like sports, so I'm I'm not I'm not against sports, but the things that people put you know they 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 put they put above God, you know what are we going to do? My kid doesn't have basketball league on Sundays anymore. I can't play I can't play football on Sundays anymore. Go to church, start a dialogue with your family. Have have church at home. Praise God. Amen. 
See, the Lord, the, you, you, do you understand that, see, the, the Lord is so, I mean, He is such a, he is such a generous God. He, he, is such, he is such a generous God. But see, I mean, He set things up. He said, look, honor one day. Take one day at work. Work your tail off. Work 12 hours. Work 16 hours a day. Don't be lazy. Work hard. I've given you six days to go make money. Go make money. That's what, that's what God's, I, and I tell you, it frustrates me. Because people don't even get the revelation at work hard, but honor me. Set aside this day and honor me. And and, and you know, listen, guys, I, you're here, so I'm not. I, I want you to understand. This is a broadcast that'll go out today, and I, I and I know that. I want you to understand that you know we, <laughs> this world, will fade away one day. The thi- the things of this world. That's what we preach. We weren't standing here a month and a half ago preaching Matthew 24 just because we think one day it's going to happen. It will happen. You know, it will happen. These prophecies are going to come to pass. Praise God. Do you understand that these things are going to come to pass? There is nothing we can, you know, know, I pray for more time. But the revelation, even this week, the revelation of, of, of the things that were even coming out this week. You know, when it talks about a one-world system and the Antichrist, you, you, you know, globalization and all that kind of stuff, you can see, you can begin to see that, yeah, there, there easily could be a one-world system emerge out of, a, out, of a, out of a worldwide crisis. It's a system. And then beyond that, what will happen is that there will be an Antichrist that will rise up out of that system that will, that will one day be in charge. You know, Tiff Shuttlesworth, I listened to him this week, and I just get fired up. Tiff said, you know, I've been preaching this for 40 years. 40 years I've been preaching. I've been pre- preaching about the return of Christ. I've been preaching about five, six, seven. He's got about 35 more years. You know, when people got some years on you, it's good to listen to them. It's good to, listen. It's, it's good to glean from the godly wisdom that people have. Amen. I, you know, Dr. Rodney's broadcast, 10, 12 minutes the other day. I just listened to it. These people have been in ministry for 40 years. Dr. Morocco, we got the word from our senior pastor about love. I just rejoiced. I, I just rejoiced because the generals of the faith in this hour are speaking to the body of Christ. We have to, you know, we, we listen. I'm not, I'm not scared. I'm not scrambling. I'm, I'm, you know, you know I want to I say this. If you have a desire to buy food, you know, we, we, will, we will help people here. If, you, if God speaks to you, and I, I, this week I will buy some extra food to have here at the church. When someone comes knocking on my door, I will, we'll give them food. Amen? We're the body of Christ. You know, yesterday I was, you know, we, I, I was praying for a family, inviting the whole family to church. They couldn't come today, but it was a great contact. And the Lord said, buy them pizza. Buy them pizza. I said, you know, ma'am, I'm going to deliver some pizzas here a little bit to you. Is that, no, 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 please don't, don't do, don't. You know, listen, I, I want to see people get saved. But if the Lord speaks to us to help people in other ways, you know, do they need, you know, it's like, you know what I said even, listen to this, guys. I said two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I'm thankful for God. If you've got clothes that you need to get rid of, bring them on the altar and we'll get them where they need to be. Listen, I'm, I'm not playing. This is not a time to play. If you've got clothes, bring them here. Pastor Brad will take them and get them where they need to be. Okay? You everybody, everybody got clothes that you can get rid of? Then let's be the body of Christ. You got food, you got extra water, things like that. We got space in this building where we can store things up to help people. It's not a time to hoard. 
You know, all, all, the, all the doomsday preppers from, two, from, from Y2K 2000, man, they're so excited about this time. We knew it was going to happen. We knew one day the world was, you know, things were going to be chaotic. World systems were going to shut down. You know what, I'm getting ready to shunt the lid on my bunker. And I'm going to, you know, stay in my bunker for, uh, for a, you know, a good ten years. You know. And, you know, those are the people that probably missed the rapture. They'll, they'll come up and be like, Whoa, what happened? I was in my bunker. Anyway. Hallelujah. Let's go to, uh, I want to I show you this in Scripture, and I, I got three points today. I probably won't even get to them. But, but, I, but perfect love cast out all fear. That was doctor's message to the church. We, we, don't, we don't rise up in fear. We, 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 don't, we don't combat. You, you, you know how you combat fear? Is with faith. Is with faith. That's what faith that you combat fear with faith every time. It's, it's like you know Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego when 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 they were said, okay, you listen, you're not going to paraphrase some of the story. You're not going to bow down before the golden idol. You're not going to worship them. You know everybody in the nation was saying, this is what everybody's doing. This is what, what, what this is what everybody's doing. Just, just get this story. This is what everybody's doing. Everybody bows. Everybody's bowing down. No, not me. I, I'm, I'm not going to bow down. Three people in a whole nation. Three people in a whole nation say, you know what? I'm not going to bow down to this, to this golden idol. I only bow to one God. That's the true one living God. I'm not by, by bowing down to an idol. And listen, you have to understand, even things in your life, examine. What, you know, if you have idols in your life that you're bowing down to, examine that. You know, leave church even today. Examine that. Examine, examine the things in your own life. You know, they're talking about uh, you know, a golden image here. You know, don't, don't set those things up in your own life where you can't, you can't be released from them. Amen? Let's jump back, let's jump back into the Scripture. I, I told myself I was going to stay in the Word today. Very, I, want to, I want to be in the Word because I want people to see this. Verse 13, it says, Then Nebuchadnezzar flew into a rage. And this was after they refused to bow. And, he's, and he ordered Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be brought before him. When they were brought in, Nebuchadnezzar said to them, It's true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you refuse to serve my gods or to worship the golden statue of ice that I have set up. I will give you one more chance. And see, that, isn't that the world? Isn't that the world? I'll give you one more chance. Close church. Close, I'll give you one more chance. I won't put you in jail. I'll give you one more chance. Just, just one more chance. See, that's the world system. I'll give you one more chance. I don't need, I got God. I got God. Do you understand that, that, you know, to be absent from this body is to be present with the Lord? I don't live for here. Guys, listen, we don't live for here. We live for an eternity. So I do everything I can do to keep my mind focused and keep my, and keep my heart Pressed upon what God wants me to do. I pray that you do the same thing. You know, when's the Lord going to return? I don't know. But you, do, do you realize that it could happen any time? And see, that's the thing. Jesus said, you know, always, always be ready. Have a sense of readiness in your spirit. You know, do, do you wake up in the morning and just get up and look outside and, and think, is today the day? Is that, I, I, I do that. I think about that. I think about t today could be the day. 
But see, and when we begin to possess an awareness in our spirit, when we begin to believe that, hey, this is real, this is real, this stuff is real, it's true, then, 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 we, then it, it should shift our mind. It should shift our mind. It should shift our thinking. And that's what, you know, and because Nebuchadnezzar, you, you know, he, he was frustrated. He was frustrated. The world, the world will be frustrated. You know, the, the world will be frustrated at, at, at people that, that stand in faith. It, you're, you, you, will, you will see it. And I'm, I want to tell you this. I want to give you a piece of advice. And, and receive, do not attack other churches. That still remains. Keep your lips off of things. If they say, well, you know, we feel close our doors. Just keep your lips off of it. Do not, you know, and I feel that from the Spirit of the Lord even today. Do not be and do not condemn brothers and sisters in Christ. God has called us here to pray for the church. He has called us to be a part of the body of church. You know, so I'm, I'm not, I, you, know, if, you know, pastors have to do what they feel is right in their own heart. And I talked to a pastor yesterday, and he said, you know, I have a responsibility to sheep. Absolutely, he does. We do, too. We do, too. If somebody feels like they, they, you, know, they you, know, you know, we have a responsibility before people. I have a responsibility above, above all else to teach you faith, to teach you that the Word of God is real. Amen? That the Word, of, that the, word the Word. And, you know, and even, even my point one today, the Word. The Word. The Word is alive. The Word is active. And you started talking this morning, and you started preaching my sermon almost. And you, you, I probably could have just given you the three points. You could have preached it. But, but never, you know, Nebuchadnezzar, he, he said, you know, you're not going to bow down. What, what am I going to do? What, what did he do to the three Hebrew boys? What did he say? Where, where's he going to put them at? He's going to put them in the burning furnace. And what, how was he going to turn the heat up? Seven times hotter. We're going to fry them. We're, we're going to fry them. We're, we're, you know, because they won't bow down. Because, and, and you know, and here they went. They, no, we're not going to bow. We're not going to bow to this golden image. They walk into, you know, and people think, well, this is, this is like, you know, you see it in a children's book. You know, it's like a children's story. I don't see it like that. I see, no, this is real. You know, I'm going to put you in a furnace, and I'm going to turn, turn that thing up seven times hotter. And there they go. They go into the furnace. And then he looks in. What's he see? He sees another, another, another being in there. Shuts the furnace down. Shuts the furnace down. And these three Hebrew boys walk out. Not scathed, not touched. Because they didn't bow. They didn't bow. Can I tell you, in your spirit, familiarize yourself with the story today. It's a great story. Read it to your kids because it's powerful. It's, pow it's a powerful story. But because they didn't bow, they didn't bow to the golden image. They walked out of that fire unscathed. They walked out of that fire untouched. And you know what happened? A whole nation began to get changed. Whoever this God is, that's nobody can curse this God. Because the God of these boys is, is, is God. And can I tell you that that, that's the, that is the <laughs> that is that that's what we possess. You know, it's, it's like why I, I, it's why I believe Psalms 91. Amen. I, I believe that the word of God is given to the children of God. I believe it to be true. I believe the things found in the word of God are true. Amen. So we can't back down. We can't compromise that. Praise God. 
I want to give you three, three quick points today. You know, as we're talking about the empowerment to serve, you know, um, and we're talking about being empowered, um, you know, the, the Lord brought, me, brought my attention to a, a few things today, and I felt like it was very important to, to get into these things. Hallelujah. And uh, Timothy 3, 16, 17, I want to read this scripture. You, don't, you can write these scriptures down if you need to come back to them. Um, I'll make sure you have them. It says, All scriptures God breathed and useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Amen. I want you to understand that the word of God, the word of God is given to you as a believer. It's not something right now that you need to, you, you need to just kind of depend upon somebody else to, to get into the word for you. You know, faith, faith is built on the word of God. I'm so happy you're here today. I'm so happy that, that, you, that you've come here. But you've got to understand that the Word of God is how we fight battles. The Word of God is, is the weapon that we're given. As the, you know, the Word of God was what we went out with yesterday. We went out with the truth that Jesus Christ is Lord. And we talked with people and we prayed with people and said, this is how you can be saved. You know, I led an 83-year-old lady to the Lord yesterday. 83 years old. She's, you know, she, I don't know how, she doesn't have a lot of time left. And as I started talking to her, I was so excited. I was just so enthused. And I was across the fence. She had a fence. And I was, I was said, you know, hey, I just, I'm, I'm just, we're out from the church. You know, I'm not, I don't go, well, I'm Pastor Brad. I don't, I don't do that. You know, hey, I'm just, we're out with the church. And I, I wanted to put some information in your hand. I, want, I wanted you to know that we love you. We're praying for you. Yeah, man, it's really, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. And, you know, my mom was a Christian. She, she died at 95. And I said, you know, I said, uh, and she said, she grew up a strong Christian lady. And I said, well, has anybody ever told you about Jesus? And she was like, yeah, yeah, but you know, I, I said, well, have you ever prayed to receive Jesus? And at that point, at that moment, she just, she dropped her head and I could just see tears filling up in her eyes. She said, I've never prayed. I said, well, let's pray that prayer today. And I was so excited because I knew it was a God moment. I knew that in that moment, it was a God moment that one day this lady and I would see each other in heaven. Amen. 83 years old. I hope she lives to be 110. So, you know, she can live to 120. But even at that point, even at that point, my responsibility was to give her the word of God. To give her the word of God. I'm not giving her me. I'm not saying, you know, I got three things that, you know, three things that if you come to church and three, you know, if you do this and you do that, no, I'm giving her the word. I'm giving her the word. And so it's why it's so important that as believers, you have to understand, you have to give people this word. You know, I heard pastors talking this week, you know, make sure you preach the word. Make sure you give people the word. Because, see, that's what we need. That's what the world needs. People don't need my opinion. That lady didn't need my opinion. She needed to meet Jesus yesterday. Amen? And, you know, and then, then my responsibility, once she meets Jesus, is to, is to disciple, is to go after her, is to call her and contact her and love her. Amen? That, that's what the body of Christ is supposed to do. Can I tell you, that's what we're going to do. We're going to pursue people. Amen. I, I called her yesterday. And I'll, I'll call her again. I'll stop by her house. Because she's, she said, will you come back and pray for my husband? So I, I, got a, I got a date. Amen. I got a date with this family to go back and get the husband saved. But all Scripture, all Scripture is God-breathed and useful for teaching. So you have to understand that, you know, even out of this first point, you, you got to understand how important the Word is. I'm going to tell you, I got a tablet here, and, 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 and I like it because it's bigger print. 
But make sure you have a Bible. Because there's, there's a generation of people that don't have Bibles. We don't have enough Bibles now. I've got to order some Bibles. You know, buy, if you've got money, you've got extra money, buy some Bibles. You can get eight, nine, ten bucks, NLT or NIV, something that's, you know, don't, you know, I'm not telling you don't buy King James. I'm, I'm not, you know, that's what you feel to do, that's fine. But buy something people can read. But carry, carry some Bibles on hand and just give them to people. You don't, you know, and just tell them, you know, you know, read Romans 10, 9. Let me show you in the Bible where it says this. Because you don't, I mean, see, that's the thing. We have an opportunity to witness. It's the greatest hour. You know, the greatest hour for the church is the one we're living in. We should never make any excuses. Well, praying for a revival. One day revival is going to be. Can I tell you that we are the revival? You are the living revival God sent on this planet today. You are. There's going to be no greater you than right now. There's going to be no, no, no greater being than you on this planet right now. You are your best you. So if you've got to clean yourself up, you've got to smack yourself around, you've got to allow the Holy Spirit to move on you, and, uh, you know, you know, I'm serious, smack you around a little bit, get your act together, suck it up, and, and you know, get things going, then that's what you've got to do. Hey, pastors have to do that too. Can, can I be honest with you? Pastors have to do that too. I've reached out to almost 40 people this week that have been through these doors. You think, what, what, what does Pastor Brad and Pastor Miranda do? We've got a lot of ones. That's why we tell you guys, get ones, get ones, get ones. We got a lot of ones. I'm reaching out. You know, I got people, hey, you know, pastor, I need this and I need that. That's a, that's a part of it. I'm, I'm not going to complain about it. But you know what I told people yesterday? You've got to have the word of God. You've got to listen. You know, faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So until you put yourself in a place where you can hear the preaching of the word and, and let faith arise and let faith be built up on you and you see the word of God as truth, you're going to listen to the lies of the world. You're going to scan Facebook for every, every article on coronavirus, every article on uh, end times, every, every art, you know, because that's what people do. Uh, right? Let's be honest, right? That's what people do. Well, you know, it's spreading. Yeah, it, 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 it could. It likely will. You know, West, pray, and praise God, West Virginia, no reported cases. <laughs> I, said three, I said a week ago, I said it's because of Mountain Dew. Then someone said something about hot dogs, and I said, well, maybe it could be the hot dogs. Then someone said something about the pepperoni rolls. I said, well, could be, you know, could be. I, think, I really think it's Mountain Dew, but anyway. So, but, you know, hey, praise God. Praise God. And listen, you know, we pray. And listen, I, I, I want you to understand that we pray for this community. We pray for the elderly. You know, Mars in a, in a, in a place now, and you know, that, that place is getting covered in prayer. You know, Lisa at work, you know, I talked to her today. You know, that, you know, people are fearful. But what people need to see when they walk into these places is, is, is people that are full of faith. I love my God. No matter what, I'm not going to waver. Because, see, what happens is, is, is opportunities get created. And I want you to understand, I'm not dogmatic. I'm not, I'm not being weird about this. I'm not saying it's not here. There aren't things that are, There are things that are happening. This, this, is, this is truth. So I, I don't turn my back on things that aren't happening. Do, do, you, do you guys understand? Because I, 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 I want you to understand. I'm not, well, you know, just got to have You know, yeah, we do just have to have faith. And so it's important that, that we have faith. But you've got to understand, other people's faith may not be where yours is at. 
So that's why I'm telling you today that you, you have to be prepared. You have to, you have to be in the word. You have to have the word pour out of you. Not, not, and hear what I'm saying. Not, not just your opinion. Because I can, gi- I can give a lot of opinions. I could, talk about, I, I could talk a lot about world systems. I could talk a lot about, you know, I, in my own head, I could create a lot of fear. I could stand up here before you today and create a lot of fear. Do you understand that that's the thing? When, when, when people have platforms, you can create a lot of fear just by what comes out of your mouth. But I'm here to tell you that I'm not here to create fear. I'm here to create faith. I'm here to give you faith. Because, see, that's, that's what ends in the wind. The Bible says it's impossible to please God without faith. So we have to understand that we operate in faith, not fear. We operate in faith, not fear. Praise God. You know, Hebrews 4.12, it says, For the word of God is, a li- is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even the division of soul and spirit and joints of mar, and a discerner of the thoughts of intents of the hearts. That's Hebrews 4.12. So you, ha- you understand that the word of God is living. It's powerful. So please, please, please hear me. Hear your pastor. I love you. I'm glad you're here. I'm, I'm so thankful that you're here. But keep your relationship with the Word. Keep your relationship in the Word because, see, that is God. That is God. You know, you know why we even touched on end times even like, I don't even know, it was a month and a half ago. You know, and I just felt like even just a couple weeks to spend a little bit of time there. Matthew 24. Famines, pestilence, earthquakes, various places. Is it happening? Are the burning pains? Is the earth groaning? Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. But he, he, I, I, we don't live in fear because we have an eternity. We have an eternity with Christ. You know, the one thing, and I, and I say this, and I and you know, the biggest concern I get as a pastor oftentimes is those that aren't saved. Those that are living in sin. Those, those that choose to, to live in sin. And see, that, that's why it's important that, you know, that the church remain. That the church, that, that, that the church is here to be able to, to help give an account to, to, to what sin is. To let people know that the Holy Spirit is working. To let people know that the Holy Spirit is real. And it will draw people towards salvation. The Holy Spirit does that. We have a responsibility to carry the word. But the Holy Spirit's what draws people to salvation. Aren't we? I'm thankful for that. Amen? It's the Holy Spirit that moves on people. That allows them. It's the preaching of the word. As, as the word is preached, the Holy Spirit begins to move on people. But, you know, the thing about it is, is like, then God ha- takes a vessel. He takes somebody to come and tell, tell you about Jesus. Amen? To lead, you, to lead you in a prayer of salvation. It's why, it's why souls matter to us. It's, why, it's, it's not only us, but it matters above, above else to God. That we, that we teach and preach the word of God. That we give people the word. It's how faith is built. You know, faith without works is dead. Faith without works is dead. So you've got to work this faith. You've got to work this faith. Hallelujah. You know, perfect love casts out all fear. First John. Perfect love casts out all fear. I'm not fearful because I love. I'm not, I'm not hiding my kids. I'm not digging a hole in the ground out back. 
I, I, I only buy ammo because I like having ammo. You, you, you hear what I'm saying? I, I, yeah, I, you know, I, a month ago, I st- stood right in here and I said, hey, guys, it's good to have some supply. It's what I said. You remember that? I, I just said, you know, it's good. It's good to have some of this stuff. It's good, you know. That, that you know, that's godly wisdom. It's godly wisdom. You know, you know why it's good to have supply, so you can give to others. See, people, people think, so I can take care of myself. In case, in case I got something going on, you know, in case I need to be in a hole for three weeks. In, in 21 days, how am I going to go without food? What, what, I'm telling you to have supply so you can help and love your brother or sister. So you, you're, not the one in, you're not the one in need. The, yeah? See, perfect love casts out all fear. So I don't, I'm not afraid because, see, I, I love my, there's protection in my loving God. Amen. There's protection in loving what God loves. You know, who, you know what God loves? Us. He loves us so much. God loves us so much that he sent his only son, Jesus Christ, to die for us. That whoever believes in him, whoever calls upon him, shall be saved. Isn't that something? That's real love. That's the love of God. That is the love of God. You know, and, and even, you know, I, I, I pulled out, like, even the Assemblies of God this week. I, I, it's funny how God will just show you things sometimes. There, there were three things out of the Assemblies of God bylaws that, that I, and I, it had to have been the Holy Spirit, because I was not even thinking about this. But, you know, this is the, one of the things that the, the Assemblies believe. The Scripture given to us today, the Scriptures given to us today are inspired of God and are the revelation of God to man, the infallible, the infallible Word. So, that, the Assemblies of God, I, I believe that. Amen. So I believe this word is truth. Above, above else, I believe this word is truth. Amen? I know you guys have to leave at noon, right? Can I pray for you? Mark, come here real quick. Zane, come here real quick. I just felt you guys are in the, you guys are in the field, but you're working with people. And uh, I felt anybody else working with people? Like you're in, the, in that kind of profession? Anybody else? Abby? Yeah, I'm sorry. It's all right. Stop, church. Pray for people, right?
but God, that they're here to give to give an account, but Lord, to give an answer of how great our God is. So Lord, I pray for the anointing of God to be upon them right now. In Jesus' mighty name, Lord, I thank you for the power of God. I thank you for the power that flows through her in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord, for the blood that flows, hallelujah, that flows through her in Jesus' mighty name. And Lord, anoint them, anoint them with the, <laughs> with the word. Anoint them with the power of God. Anoint them, Lord, with, with truth. And Father, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, Lord, for, the, for God. You are, you are a merciful God. But God, you are a God of, <laughs> you are the God of power. So Lord, I thank you, Lord, for the anointing that's upon their lives. And I thank you, Lord, that everywhere you call them, everywhere they go, they have favor. And Lord, I pray, God, they have faith. Faith. I pray faith. Supernatural faith. Everybody just raise your hands real quick. Father, I thank you. I thank you, Lord, for faith. I pray, God, that you would, God, you would build up in each and every believer here today. Faith. Mountain-moving faith. Mountain-moving faith. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for the calling. The calling that's upon this church. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that even now that, God, you've called us to cast out demons. Demons go, even as we walk in the room. I thank you, Lord, for that. I thank you, Lord, for faith. I thank you, Lord, for divine faith. I thank you, Lord, for divine healing. I thank you, Lord, for, for, the, for the word of God, which is truth, that, God, that you put it in all of us. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Love you guys. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. You know, and you know, it's like them. You know, she has to go into work because she's got to get things prepared for tomorrow because, you know, she works at a doctor's office. There's things that have to. So, you know, you understand, we need people at every level, every place, full of faith. Amen? Because, you know, there's one person. It's like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Three people, a whole nation's bowing down. Lisa's getting ready to go into a workplace. Zane's getting ready to go. Mars getting ready to go into a workplace where faith is not at a high level. Do you, you, I mean, so that's why, that's why you need to come in here and get fueled up. Amen? It's why, you know, hey, it's why even just, listen to me. One, one, day, one day this week, just carve off a day and come to prayer. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Wednesday, we have evening prayer. Carve off one day. Set one day aside. Come in and give it to God. Come in and give it to God. I want to stretch you guys a little bit. Amen? 6 a.m. Anybody with me? Amen. If you can, if you can, you know, hey, if, you got, if your work is right in there, amen? Amen, Grisha. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I can't. It just cracks me up. I wish I was on camera for that today. So we got to get the internet working in here too. We, we've got to go live. We've got to do that. So praise God. Somebody screaming outside? Oh, it's Lee House having church downstairs. Praise God, Lee House. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hmm. So you got to choose to be in your word. Listen, be in your word. Be in your word. Hear what I'm saying. Point number one. See, hey, we believe that the word of God is inspired by God, right? So we're in the word. We, we digest the word. We eat the word. We eat the word. We eat the word. We get the word in us. It, it builds up our spirit. You, you build up your spirit, man, right? You know, uh, you know, 1 Corinthians 10, 4 talks, 2 Corinthians 10, 4 talks about, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. So the word, the word, the word, you got to understand the word. you got to eat the word. Don't eat, don't eat, 
you know, you, you eat what you're hearing today. You digest what you're hearing today. But listen, you got to, you know, when you go home, you got to get in the Word. Get in the Word with your kids. Show them the Word. You know, show them them three Hebrew boys and Jesus dancing in the, in the fiery furnace. Amen. And that when they opened the door, nothing, nothing happened to them. Amen. That, that they, they were freed. Amen. And people, what are you laughing about? <laughs> the people were freed. Amen. Show them that story. Build faith in your kids. Praise God. Praise God. Point number two. I, you know, this is the second thing that I, you know, the salvation of man and his hope only of redemption is through the shed blood of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Salvation is received through repentance toward God and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, being justified by grace through faith. Man becomes an heir of God according to the hope of this eternal life. This is in our bylaws. That's good. That's good. But, you know, hey, why we, you know, people need to know what we believe. People need to know what you believe. Everybody take your Bibles. Go to Romans 10 real quick. Romans 10. People need to know why we believe what we believe. It's so that we can, you know, listen, guys, it's so that we can give an account Hey, Pastor Brad's not going to come into the same contact with people that you come in contact with. You, you, you get that? So it's like, you know, hey, I want everybody here to be a magnet for God. You know, the people that I come in contact with is, you know, it's not going to be the same people you come in contact with. And, you know, and you know what everybody's talking about now? They're talking about stuff that's going on in the world. And, you know, what opportunity you have now is to give an account of who Jesus Christ is. To tell people, when they look at you and say, weren't you afraid? Didn't you buy steak? You know, there's a thing that was going the other day. It was meat. There was no meat. I was walking by. I, I went, you know what I went in the store to buy? Last night, Miranda's like, somebody ate my ice cream. I said, honey, I'll go, I'll go get you ice cream. I'm walking in the store, and I'm getting ice cream. People got their buggies full. I go up, and it's kind of funny. Here's a guy, kind of a big beard, gray hair, and he's sitting there. He's got a tub of ice cream. I said, you're a little worried about the crisis going on, huh? He just looks at me and he just starts laughing. Yeah, I had to get some ice cream. <laughs> he looks over at me. I got two things of ice cream, uh, a bag of Krispy Kreme donuts. <laughs> so, so he just looks at me and smiles. So, so, but I've got storage. I want you to understand. I have, I've got some things in storage. <laughs> Praise God. Romans 10. Let's go there real quick. Praise God. Hallelujah. I just want to pick up at them. And, and it's just good to, good, to know, good to know where things are at in the Word. Good to know where things are at in the Word. Verse 8, it says this. In fact, it says, this message is very close at hand. It is on your lips and in your heart. And the message that is, that is the very message about faith that we preach. If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, the Bible says here that you shall be saved. So this is how one is saved. For, if, for it is by believing, your, believing in your heart that you are made right with God. And it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. As the Scripture tells us, anyone who trusts in Him will never be disgraced. Jews and Gentiles are the same in this respect. They have the same Lord who gives generously to all who call upon Him. For everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So, guys, listen, just, you know, highlight this in your Bible. 
Because when people say, you know, it, well, you know, I can't talk about Jesus at work. I can't, you know, just, you know, this, you know. If the Lord were going to return this week, if the Lord were going to come and return this week, if, if the Lord were going to come and return this week, if the Lord were going to return this week, Listen, guys, I don't want anybody to, to feel like they've ever missed an opportunity. I've missed opportunities. But be able to give an account. Be able to show someone. Be able to walk somebody through the prayer of salvation. Amen? This is what the Bible says and tell them, you know, that anybody calls upon the name of the Lord. Hey, does anybody have family members that are unsaved? Yeah? Hey, do me a favor. Call them up this week. I want you to understand, this is serious stuff. We don't want anybody to go to hell. Amen? We don't want anybody to, 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 to go to hell. People, we don't want people to go to hell. So we believe this. This is why we preach this gospel. It's, it's, it's the most, it's, it is the most important thing. It is the most important thing for the believer. It is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen? You know, I think about that. I think about, you know, Matthew 10, 33 says, but, but for whoever die, denies me before men, I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. Matthew 10, 33. You know, and the Bible says that everyone that calls upon the name of the Lord shall, shall, you know, you know, shall not be put to shame. There's no shame. There's no guilt. There's no condemnation in God, in Christ Jesus. Amen. There's, there, there's none of that. There's, there's none of that. There's no shame. There's no shame. Amen. Third one, I want to give you guys this one. We'll close up with this one today. We, we believe in divine healing. Amen. You know, I sat and talked with a guy this week, you know. I wasn't mad at him. I wasn't upset with him. I didn't get in a fight with him. You know, he didn't believe in healing. He didn't believe in miracles, signs, or wonders. Um... You know, he wanted to talk about how, you know, he just thought they were all fake and all this stuff and why people put on shows and all this stuff. And, and you know, and you know how people are. They, they just want you to agree. They just want, you know, isn't that right? Isn't that right? No. No, that's, that's not, you know. Um, you, know I'm, you know, I'm not here to argue with the guy. I'm only here to get a part. I'm, I'm only here to get a part. I see a Bible sitting on his thing. Hey, if I see a Bible in a business... You know, it was like NIV or something like that. I praise God. You know, I always, I always open my mouth if I see something like that in a, in a business. Praise God, you're a Christian. But you know, and, and like I said, I, that, you know, I have nothing. You know, you know, I, I'm full of love. I, I love him. You know, and he was well. This is why you know I just don't agree with this, this, and this. And I, you know, the only thing I could do, I, I share a testimony. You know, I, I seen somebody get healed. There were four or five of us there. It wasn't anything like. It was God that did the healing. It, it wasn't me. God used me. He used three or four or five of us to go pray for someone. He worked, he worked through us. And, and a lady, you know, and I, and I believe that was a miracle, not a healing. You know, I, I mean an actual miracle. And there's a difference. And I think, some, like, like I said, sometimes we confuse a, a miracle and a healing. But 
But that lady got a miracle. Her eyes were, her eyes were opened up. Praise God. And so when you witness something like that, it, you know, see, Satan doesn't do that. Satan doesn't. Well, I'm, I'm just going to go down and open all the blind eyes. You know, no, no, no. That, Satan doesn't do that. The enemy doesn't do that. God does that. But, you know, I want you to understand that we believe in divine healing. Believe in divine healing for yourself. Believe what the Word of God says. Go, go to Isaiah 53 real quick. Isaiah 53. Hallelujah. Look at this. It should start at the very beginning. It says, who has, allowed, who has believed our message? To whom has the Lord revealed His powerful arm? My servant grew up in the Lord's presence like a tender green shoot. Like a root in dry ground. There was nothing beautiful or majestic about His appearing. Nothing to attract us to Him. He was despised and He was directed and, and rejected. A man of sorrows, acquitted with deepest grief. We turned our backs on Him and He looked the other way. He was despised and we did not care. Yet was our weakness... He carried. It was our sorrows that weighted him down. And we thought his trouble were a punishment from God, a punishment for our own sins. But he, but he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so that we could be whole. He was whipped so that we could be healed. All of us like sheep have strayed away. We have left God's path to follow our own. Yet the Lord is laid on let yet the Lord laid all on him the sins of all of us. So I mean right here guys this is Jesus Christ. He he <clears throat> he died for our healing. He di he died for our iniquities. He died for our sins. I believe I believe the Bible. I believe the the written word of God. So listen, we don't have to live in fear. We don't, we don't have to live in fear. That's what he paid for. That's what he died for. You know, you know what's interesting? is whatever back in January or February when a little bug swept through here. And I thought about this four or five days ago. I thought, I thought about that four or five days ago, that, a little, that everybody got a touch, touch of some, something. And, and it, was it you that took your kids to the hospital and they tested them and said it was nothing? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. And 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 we well, it's not flu A, it's not flu B. I mean, you know, they're running a fever. They're, and you know, and what we do? What we do? We prayed, and we anointed people, and we took communion, because we believe the word of God. You know, and you know, yeah, I had like a twenty-four hour, forty-eight hours where I didn't feel very good. But what I did was I took communion. I, you know, I, I took communion, and I, I believe God. You know, and the thing about it is, because, because of this, is what I stand on. That when, that when an attack comes, what I, what I do is I stand on the Word of God. I Lord, I thank you, Lord. You know, people say, <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> you, guys, you guys have any sickness in your church? Yeah. Yeah, people have been sick. Well, you know. You know, they're going to give you all, you knows, well, you know, you know, you know. We, we, we believe God. 
that nobody's going to be taken out from our midst. Amen. That everybody here will live and not die. Amen. Amen. That's what we believe. We believe the word of God. You know, you know, people carry stuff. They, they carry stuff in their bodies for a long, long time. And, and they show no symptoms. Why? Because of the blood. There's a greater blood flowing through your body. Amen. Amen. It's the blood of Jesus. There, the greater is he that lives in you than, the, than, than he who lives in the world. Amen. Greater is he. So guys, listen. We believe in divine healing. We believe that God, that God, is, a, that God is a healer today. Amen. You know, and then somebody won't argue. Well, you know, you still got sick. You still, you still had, you still had things. I believe that if I get the sniffles, I'm healed. You, you know what I mean? Because, because that's what comes out of my mouth. Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus, that I'm, that I'm going to be made well in my body. Yeah. Amen. I thank you, Lord, that, you know, and, you know, a lot of times if, if you're obedient to the Lord, he'll tell you to go rest. That's what he'll tell you to do. Go to sleep. Rest your body. Because that's, that's what the whole, you know, that's what the Holy Spirit will order a lot of times. Just go rest your body. Sleep. You'll be made well. Amen. And sometimes that's what you have to do. James 5. Go to James 5 real quick. Go to James 5. You know, and like I said, one of the third things, like I said, you know, uh, we believe as a church, we believe in divine healing. It's an, it's an integral, integral part of the gospel. Deliverance from sickness is provided for, the, uh, for in the atonement. And it's a privilege. Can I tell you that, that healing is a privilege to the believer? It's something that it's a privilege that we have as a believer. James 5 it says, uh, Are any of you suffering with hardship? You should pray. Are any of you happy? You should sing praises. What were we doing in here today? Singing praises before God. You know, and you had that word about joy and happiness. Praise God. I'm happy. I'm joyful. Amen. Or any of you sick, you should call upon the elders of the church to come and pray over you, anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. Such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick, and the Lord will make you well. And if you have committed any sins, you will be forgiven. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. James 5. So, you know, I, I remember a time when, we, when uh, Steve Jones, Melanie's dad, he, he walked down from the Methodist church, and he was standing in the lobby, and I was probably maybe, I don't know how old I was, maybe late 20s. And uh, he had left the Methodist church to come down to our church to get prayer. And as he walked through the door, as he, <laughs> isn't God good? As he walked through the door, there were, there were like five or six of us there to meet him and greet him. He was diagnosed with cancer. And uh, he left the Methodist church down the road to come down to our church to get prayer. Because I, whether by the Holy Spirit or he just knew that he needed to leave one place to go to another place, but a step of faith. But can, can I tell you, see, that's what you have to do. You have to move in faith. Uh, you know, if you're not, you know, move in faith. If you're not getting an answer somewhere, you've got to move in faith. You can't stay stagnant. 
You can't, don't, don't wake up tomorrow. Well, you know, I'm waiting on my breakthrough. Waiting on my, I'm telling you, breakthrough's in your faith. Your breakthrough's in your action. Your breakthrough's in your doing. Your breakthrough's in actually just, you know, shifting gears. You don't have to stay idle. Your breakthrough will come when you apply faith to it. Amen? That, and I'm telling you, that's a good word. At any phase we're at, you may say, hey, I've got super faith. God can take you to a higher level. He can elevate your faith to a greater level. Amen? To, you know, to, to have the, 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 the greater things of the Lord. Amen? I'm not talking about wealth. You know, a lot of people must say, well, you know, they, they, they get confused sometimes. God can give you wealth, amen? I believe a lot of times God will give people what they can handle. You know, I, I, I truly believe that. Because, you know, many people couldn't handle $5 million or $10 million. A lot of people say, well, just try me, try me. I, I, I could. They'd go out and buy an $800,000 home. They'd go out and buy four cars. They would have most of it gone because it's a spirit of poverty. It's a spirit of poverty. They'd have most of it. I'm going to take care of my family. I'm going to bless them. I'm going to give them this. I'm going to give them that. And next thing you know, you're, you're, you know $10 million is gone because you didn't have a plan. You're not planning now. What makes you think you're going to plan any better with $10 million? And see, that's the truth. If you're not, you know, I, we're planning for We're planning you you got to understand, it's, it's why we're teaching. It's why we're talking about, you know, make a plan. Make it plain. Write it down. Do a budget. It's why we talk about these things, because if you don't have a plan, Murphy's got a plan. The enemy's got a plan. Everybody else has got a plan for you. So when you get blessed or when blessing comes your way, you, you sometimes, this is what happens in a blessing. You do this. I'm going to get dizzy. You do that in a blessing. It's like a whirlwind. It's like a tornado. The blessing flew off as soon as it hit you because all you, you just give me another blessing. I just need another blessing. No, no, no. You, you are the blesser. You've got to be able to be, you know, you, am I making sense? Because see, I feel like the Lord just deposited that in my You've got to be prepared for the Lord to, to give you more. If you're not, he, he, they're not ready. I'm going to go over here. Oh, look. Hey, she's, been, she's there. Hey, oh, I'm going to do it. I, 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 I'm going to do it right here. You know, and see, do you understand that if you don't set yourself up, it'll go right, you know, like I said, $10 million, it could be $100 million. You'd lose it all because you're not planning now. It'd be gone. It, it'd be gone. Because you, in your mind, what you do, well, I'm going to give Uncle Joe, I'm going to give him 10 I'm going to give Uncle Phil. I don't like him as much. I'm going to give him two. You know, and that's, what, that's how people think. And then, you know, your Uncle Joe and your Uncle Phil, they're, that mo- they're going to have that money spent by the time you even write the check because they're going to be going, well, I'm going to give it to Jimmy. And I'm going to give it to Susie. And, I, you know, they're, they're going to they're have it gone. 